You're You're listening listening to to The Bottom Bottom Bible. Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I really need it. Hello. Hi. Welcome to The Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. And we are talking about <laughs> something that neither of us have ever personally experienced, but we are talking a, about postpartum today, um, based on an ad that was banned um, from airing during the Oscars. And um, spoiler alert, we both think it's a fucking ridiculous that it was banned. It was. It's ridiculous. But we'll go into that in a little more detail uh, later. But we have to talk about our cocktail <laughs> that we have. Um that we have named the afterbirth um which is like a little cringy but also great um it is like us <laughs> it is a lot of whiskey mm. we can attest to that it's a lot of whiskey um by the way can i tell you a little secret that i'm always worried i'm gonna say that phrase incorrectly instead of like i want to say like i can contest to that I get nervous. <laughs> I'm like, that's not right. Um, so it is whiskey, sweet vermouth, some sugar, and a little bit of club soda, which the original pour didn't have, but we needed it because there's a lot of alcohol in this. It was, yeah, we needed club soda because the only ingredients <laughs> were alcohol. We had to cleanse Oh, no, and bitters. And bitter. Oh, the bitters. The bitters were good. Yeah. It was a little bit like an old-fashioned, but it was just too much. So. It was delicious the first sip. Yeah. And then you went back for more, and it essentially kicked you in the face. Got a little stronger. And I um, immediately tapped out and was like, um, <laughs> do you have, like, any, like, club soda or, like, tonic water? <laughs> Which I have bags and bags left over from the wedding. So I was like, do I? Why, yes. A crack open a fresh one. Um, it's real good. It's very good. I've had multiple. I also poured a, um, a just a, like a whiskey soda after because I still wanted a drink. And I might regret that tomorrow, but it's fine um, for now. So let's talk about this ad. So this ad is from a company called Frida Mom. Frida Mom. And it's F-R-I-D-A. Like the name. Like the famous artiste um and then mom which vanessa pointed out it's like oh free the mom which yeah i feel mixed feelings about that um but um the <clears throat> ad is you can find this if you search for free to mom postpartum ad it's basically a brand new mom the ad starts with a crying baby and then you see this mother wake up in the middle of the night from what it seems everything's like dark and there's like a few bathroom lights on and she is having to go to the bathroom and you see her struggle to get out of bed Mm -hmm. struggle to get onto the you can tell just through i i don't is it a really a a mom fresh out of labor did they did they do that is it authentic i'm not sure because in um the video yeah they have quotes from other celebrities commenting um, their support for the art um we're talking about their support for the ad and yeah. then um the uh the woman who was in the ad mm. her boyfriend 
uh, commented and oh, said okay. how proud he was that, that she was a part of the campaign. Oh. But it shows her struggling to get up and also what looks to be a very real postpartum body. body. Yeah. Um, definitely. And... Because you're swollen. Yeah. You're like, your baby belly doesn't just instantly vanish. Right. It's right. still... You still have... Um, I mean, some women even, because every body is different, mm-hmm. like some women um, and men who give birth do still have like almost a full like nine month. It takes a while belly. for everything to kind of simmer down, and... settle. So it yeah. shows her getting with some difficulty, getting out of the mm-hmm. bed and then waking the baby, trying to shush, like, you know, get the baby to settle down and go back to sleep. And it shows her she's wearing like a T-shirt or something with... Um, the disposable underwear that mm-hmm. they give some new moms uh, from the hospital with very heavy, thick pads. Yeah. Um, that they're kind of DIY sort of padded briefs, mm-hmm. kind of. So um, she goes to the restroom, sits on the toilet, and you see her struggling to sit, mm-hmm. uh, kind of trying to manage this, you know, big... Because it's two pads that she's... Uh, stuck back to back yeah on the um uh, on the underwear to go from basically like belly button all the way to wrap around all the way uh, around around her butt yeah um and then she's taking like a squeeze bottle with water yeah like a saline bottle almost yeah but it's it's tap water because you you see her in the ad later fill it up with tap water um so she's using the squeeze bottle to kind of clean Mm. Uh, herself after she's used the restroom and she's wincing and it's obviously uncomfortable and painful and then the struggle to put it all back together because she's got to get brand new pads mm-hmm. and you know unstick them stick them back on and this is all middle of the night yeah on probably very little sleep trying not to wake her newborn by herself yeah figuring this out yeah um, um and it was rejected from abc um, again, this is supposed to air through the Oscars for being too graphic. May we say that we never see any genitalia during this. Mm-mm. We never see. There's no nudity. It's literally just a woman in pain in mesh underwear with the giant pad having to use the restroom. And like she's in obvious pain while she's doing all mm-hmm. of it she's yeah like you're saying like she's wincing mm-hmm. she's it it look you're very uncomfortable watching it but there's nothing graphic about it except for the fact that it's fucking reality mm-hmm. that's what happens to millions of women across the globe when they get anyone babies. who's given birth anyone who's given birth would experience yeah this sort of aftercare that um isn't known about the only reason it, it didn't come off as surprising to me is one of my best friends has had a baby yeah or two babies and after her first was born she shared with me that experience that Mm -hmm. she had that um coming home from the hospital uh the nurse had given her a big stack of those disposable underwear so they look like boy shorts Mm -hmm. and a bunch of pads and they kind of taught her in the hospital how to kind of diy this pad situation and so it involved like, you know, unrolling the pad, like sticking them on just right, pulling everything up. And then she had to have like ice and water and all mm. this stuff like to clean herself and then to kind of ice it a little. And the for the first week, I think it was she said like the first week after she had her baby, 
she was too scared to look at her own body because she didn't want to freak out and she didn't want to panic. There was already so much unknown and new happening to her Mm -hmm. that she could not handle her own body. And she asked her husband to help her and like to help her with the cleaning process and like kind of getting her redressed and stuff and was just like, I'm not ready to see myself in that condition. You got to take one for the team. You make sure everything's right, everything's cool. And then when it starts to look a little more like what I'm used to seeing, I'll I'll go Yeah. I'll go back in. Yeah. Um I I I can't imagine that because I've never experienced that, but I can imagine in the sense of like when you've had an injury and you just don't want to know how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And you just like, don't tell me. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's get it get it taken care of. Like I don't want to know what's gonna happen. Because once you kind of are aware and then you can anticipate or you can go like, oh, it looks like that. It must feel like that. And I feel like it just right. intensifies right. the fear and the mm, concern. Well, and it's something that the the person who gave birth themselves might not be aware will mm-hmm. happen. Like no one has explained them. No, no. no explained it to them. No one has prepared them for this is what Mm-mm. it's going to. It's going to look like this. It's going to feel like this. Yeah. And that's like the ultimate shame of not airing that video, regardless of like, oh, okay, well, we're not going to. The whole point of that and the whole point of this company is to provide resources and to say like, hey, I think they have, they offer kits, like postpartum kits yeah, for yeah. women or anyone that's going to give birth um, to like, hey, these are resources. These are really useful. Um, there's an Instagrammer that I follow that's like, um, I don't remember the name of her Instagram, but she does like recipes and she just had a baby and she's around, I think she's a little younger than me. I think she's like 32, 33, but she's been talking about how her, she has one of these kits and it's been like mm-hmm. a godsend for her. And she was in the mesh underwear. She was yep. in, she was showing her body, um, with pretty like, you know, raw footage for what Instagram will allow. Um, really similar to this ad actually. She's just in her underwear with like a mm-hmm. tank top on and she's showing what her body looks like. Um, and I think, the reality is like I honestly like <laughs> that ad didn't gross me out, but it did make me go like, do I want to do this? Because <laughs> um, it do, you see the reality and the truth of like childbirth is painful, not just during that you hear about. Oh, it's so painful when you're giving birth, but you don't hear about. Oh, that's right. People that give birth need to recover afterwards while being, and it doesn't happen right away. Doesn't it takes, happen right away. It's weeks yeah. of recovery. Yeah, and. Not to mention your, like you said, like lack of sleep, your mm-hmm. breasts hurt because you're breastfeeding um, or your milk is coming in and, you know, that whole process, the hormones or everything is, everything mm-hmm. is just topsy-turvy and it's, it is a brand new body that you have to adjust to and it's been through hell. I mean. And you have to take care of a newborn human. Yes. While you're doing all this. Doing all this. My sister had, um, when it's funny, because I found out about this through my brother-in-law, not my sister. Um, But it was something I was like over at their house for some holiday back in Maryland. And it was something of like, um, he made a comment like, oh, don't worry. Once you've seen, because I think they were in the bathroom together or Mm. something, or he got or something. He's like, I don't know, after two kids, you've seen it all. And I bet, like, I bet it was something similar mm-hmm. where she, he was helping her, which I totally get. Like, I would be that way. I'd be like, you get the fuck in here. You ice me down. Like, do something. 
because I'm in pain. Give it him shorts. Give me a squeeze bottle. <laughs> I can imagine because I'd be like, listen, help me. Oh my God, help me. Um, and I think that's, that's, isn't that the ultimate shame of like not airing something like that is because like people that aren't, don't have access to those resources or that knowledge or um, just are, are unaware of really what happens both, you know, any any gender, non-gender, what have you, like not really understanding or being aware of the reality mm-hmm. of postpartum is a disservice to yourself, to your everyone. partner, to everyone. Yeah. Um, because having it like uh, a period. Yeah. The fact that it's not normalized, that it's, it's oh, God, it's so gross. So I'm not going to touch it. Like, or guys that freak out if there's mm-hmm. a tampon in the room. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. You know, being... It's not, it's not happening to you. Yeah. You don't have to do anything with it. Calm down. Yeah. It's normal. It's plastic it happens, with cotton in it. It's fine. And it happens er, er month yeah. for a long, long time. So buckle up, bitch, because it's going to keep happening. But six people in this room right now are bleeding. So <laughs> get used to it. <laughs> um, and then for some women who may not realize that that's a reality, that that's what's yeah. going to happen just preparing women or preparing you know people who are going to give birth Mm -hmm. for what's going to happen what you're going to have to deal with and also the people around you Mm -hmm. um you know this person will be in this very sort of yeah weakened state they're they're recovering physically and you know they're recovering emotionally um it's a lot to deal with you've got a lot of unknowns that even things that you can be told a uh, baby's going to cry. You know, you yeah. have to try this. Try feeding, try changing, try burping. You know, you can get all the ABC sort of, in th- you know, theoretical instructions. Mm-hmm. But dealing with it in real life. First like, hand, I remember yeah. getting a puppy. Yeah. And being so overwhelmed. At one point, I sat on the floor in my room and cried. Oh, no. And thought, how do I return it? Oh, no. Like, do am I going to have to give this dog back? Because I, I don't think I can do this. Oh. And that was a puppy. Yeah. No, I mean, he's a beautiful angel baby. He's a baby angel. Who's my number one? Uh, my number one. <gasps> oh, go ahead. I'll tell what? you later. No, I was going to say someone at um, work asked who that dog was. <gasps> and I was like, oh, he's famous. He's famous. He's like, he's like, um, he went viral. It's like yeah. a big deal. It's like a big thing. Um, no, I, I 100% agree. <clears throat> and I, like... In that moment, I feel like, and this is just me trying to sympathize because I don't know what that's like, but I could imagine a great sense of feeling out of control. It's a brand new body, a brand new living thing that you've brought into your home. Your relationship is changing with your partner Mm -hmm. because you're both responsible for this like brand new life. You're in pain you it i could imagine that's a spiraling your hormones are not helping the matter because they're shifting and adjusting and like physical pain physical fatigue um fear worry and this like enormous sense of love and attachment for this new creature like i can imagine you feel out of control like you feel like in a spiral and any the the idea that they would want to take away anything that's going to help a new person dealing with this to be like, you know what? We've been there. We've got you. Or, hey, 
heads up, this is probably going to be your situation. Mm -hmm. Here are some things you can do to prepare. And the idea that they're going to take away those resources is so like, cruel and cold. All to, all because what people felt uncomfortable about seeing the female body not... Perfect. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like really because struggling. to be perfect all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's a true shame. And celebrities weighed in on it. I know Busy Phillips mm-hmm. is a very vocal, very active um, like proponent of just being like... She was... I remember with the abortion, she opened up on her talk show mm-hmm. and talked about the fact that she'd had an abortion. And she said on Instagram that she was in I quote sick of living in a society where the act of simply being a woman is rejected by the gatekeepers of media and it's true and I would go on to say because just just to make sure like men and women can both have babies like transgender men or transgender women Mm -hmm. um can you know wait no transgender Transgender men. men wow there I am. Hey, whiskey. What's up? Um, transgender men can give birth. Um, but to that point of like, that's that's reality. And we still just want to police that and gatekeep that. And oh, well, women don't burp, fart. We wake poop. up. We don't poop. Oh, we definitely don't poop. We wake up every morning with perfectly applied makeup. Mm-hmm, that's natural. That's all. It's all so natural. Um, we don't have gross things that come out of our bodies we don't mm-hmm. need products that help clean all these things and yeah to to have it be okay for a man to be gross yeah and sloppy like that's funny because yeah that's like oh you know he's just like a guy but women have to be perfectly poised all the time bulletproof that was something mm-hmm. that was in the uh Brene brown yeah that you have to be you know you you leave the house having to be bulletproof mm-hmm. or you, you feel like you have to leave you know having to be bulletproof and that kind of censoring mm-hmm. is is why it's that it's not accepted that yeah it might be a little jarring yeah to it's see hard it to watch because I feel that but way. it's only hard to watch because it's not it's not uh shown yeah and it's and you i think for like you really feel for this woman in the ad that that's for me i was just like oh baby girl mm-hmm. that sucks i'm so sorry and like i wanted to like take her pain away but you can't and like yeah it's just yeah. it's but i mean um advertisements for erectile dysfunction mm-hmm. medication um diarrhea yeah. medication yeah. like musnex yeah where, like oh. Their mascot is like a giant ball of snot, gross, yeah, or flemmy, yeah, like a loog, disgusting. Yeah. Um, and again, like all that stuff really happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand picking and choosing. Yeah, some things, not others, and the some things that get picked and choose picked and chosen to not be included always seem to be centered about around women's issues. Yeah, it, yeah, it makes a woman look raw or in any way real yeah it, then it's like oh nope can't show that Mm-mm. yeah nope 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 um yeah it's gross sad it's ashley sad. graham is another celebrity who came out in mm. defense and she knows the woman who oh. owns the company or okay. somebody involved in the company and she recently had a baby herself and oh. was given some of the products yeah and said like what a help they were 
mm. uh, in ways that she didn't realize she would need, yeah. basically, because like no one prepared her for some parts of, mm-hmm. of the postpartum experience. Oh, I can imagine. And so now when you look up the ad, they do preface it and they um, they publish the commercial despite it being banned um, through ABC and the Oscars. Before the commercial airs, it says, it's just a new mom, home with her baby, and her new body for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yet it was rejected. And we wonder why new moms feel unprepared. Yep. Yeah. Like, we wonder why there's so much fear. And um, I-, I could imagine that you would feel very alone. Like, you, I would, it would freak me out as a self diagnosed hypochondriac. It would freak me out. I'm like, oh my God, my body's broken. I'm somehow going to die. Because I'm convinced that, like, if I ever have a baby, I will, that somehow I'm like cursed with like the 18th century and I'm going to, like, it's going to be, it's going to be, um, what's that show? Um, Downton Abbey. <laughs> It's just, that, that's what I'm convinced is going to happen to me, even though I don't think so. I don't know. I have no no medical proof or anything to back that up. Um, but like that would freak me out. But knowing that that was normal and that's what every new person had a baby experienced for the most part, like that would help me be like, it's OK. It's normal. Breathe. Just deal with this. It's go- It's going to get better. That would help me. Well, even the the portrayal of what motherhood is supposed to look like, mm-hmm. like not every person who gives birth bonds perfectly yeah. with their baby like some people uh experience postpartum depression like again there's a lot of hormones there's a lot of so shit definitely. going on in your body and your experience may not look like mm-hmm. the hallmark movie you've been made to believe is the yeah. only experience yeah. to have. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, my my best friend, she has two girls that are little weirdos that we oh, love. Delightful. Um, and she loves her two, her two daughters. She loves and loves them more than anything. But even she said, you know, yeah, sometimes they're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, I, I still love them yeah. and they're mine and I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world. But, yeah, sometimes I'm like, I didn't sign up for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when her oldest um, had issues sleeping, like she she wasn't an easy baby to go mm. to sleep. Second one was. First one was not. A um, lot of sleep deprivation mm. that went on for, I think, like a year and a half. Oh, yeah, almost. that's rough. Um, she was just a baby who did not want to go to sleep very mm-hmm. is- easily, would not stay asleep. Mm. And, and maybe not a year and a half, but it was a long time, maybe a year or so, before she finally started reading about sleep training and mm-hmm. they, they decided to try, you know, this this method of sleep training and were able to get her yeah. to finally sleep. She was like, I was losing my goddamn mind. Like oh, I, God. I was like ready to like get in the car and drive away from all this yeah because it was too much that's awful and it's a lot of pre- well you're dealing with a lot and it's a lot of pressure when your experience to you seems like it's not like everyone else's or it's not like what it's supposed to be yeah because we're not shown anything but this super you know soft focus mm-hmm. uh hallmark movie magic mm-hmm. moment and it's very sanitized. It's very unrealistic. Yeah. And yes, it can be a beautiful experience, mm-hmm. but it is also 
yeah really hard on some people yeah there's a lot going on i remember when my sister had my oldest nephew and like they won't listen to this this is fine but (laughs) i like i remember holding him and she was having a really hard time because he would not stop crying Mm -hmm. that's just the type of baby he was Mm -hmm. and she you could tell like she was she was upset and she was frustrated but like she you could tell that she was like i'm doing something wrong somehow right. i'm not right. good at this and then that made her spiral even more mm-hmm. so yeah it's not all and i remember that was like an eye-opening of like oh oh so it doesn't like take Mm-mm. right away for everybody got it i was a perfect baby oh uh, no, i kind of i actually i actually kind of was because oh. i i slept <laughs> through the night me too basically a perfect baby equals sleeping sleeping so i used to sleep through the night like my mom went back to work super early, like two months after I was born. She went back to work. And when she would pick me up from, my, I was very lucky too that my babysitters were always family members. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she'd pick me up from my aunt's house and take me home. And I would I would already kind of be dozing off. And in the car ride home, I was out. Yeah. And even to this day, <laughs> passenger in the car, pff, I'm out. So she would get me home and like try to make a lot of noise, like slam doors, accidentally jostle, like, yeah. ooh, you know, ooh. Oh, oh, sorry, baby. Sorry, yeah. baby. And I just didn't Done. work. I just slept through the whole thing. And so yeah. she was like, I sl- you slept through so much of our time together that she would try to wake me up and it just wouldn't work. And I was I was I was too good of a sleeper. Oh, my God. That's I was similar. I would I could like I'm still this way. Um, Like once I'm tired, I can fall asleep anywhere. It does yeah. not matter. Couch grocery store my mom was like yeah one time i was like walking around with because i have two older siblings and apparently my brother was very hard to put to sleep which knowing him now i'm like that tracks um it's just it's on and then it's off um but if it wants to be on it's gonna be on so for me like i was just like once i'm tired i'm done she was like yeah i was like looking around and then i looked over and i saw you and like they were in the cereal aisle or something and like she was like i was just like oh Okay, well, she calls me Catherine. It's like, okay, Catherine's just sleeping on the bottle of that cereal aisle. Because you know, like the the, the cheap, bottom shelf, big, that, yeah. yeah. And so I guess I was just like, I'm like that girl, that gift. Like, I nap right here. I think that was I was just like, I'm gonna sleep right here. But that's how I've always been. Like, I can literally fall asleep like a sim out of energy. Me. Oh yeah, I'm like a tamagotchi. Like, bye. Oh. I'm asleep, and that's just always been that way. But I can imagine like having a baby like my brother, which is very common, would be you'd want to pull your hair out. You would just be like, I don't know. And then you would take it, you would, I'm sure it would have a, a an attack on your, like, am I just not what doing, am I doing a good wrong? job? Yeah. yeah. Like you would immediately think like somehow I'm failing at this, which is, that's heartbreaking. But to know and mm-hmm. to see, like that's why these things are so important because it's like, hey, you're not, it's just, it doesn't look, it's not cookie cutter. It's not right. leave it to beaver. Right. It's complicated and every person is different. Every little baby that enters the world is different and you just got to figure out the best thing for both i think that there's some of that does happen with breastfeeding Mm, like mm -hmm. the the kind of narrative has turned to there there is help like if it's not easy it it doesn't just also apparently it hurts like fuck (coughs) from what i've heard yeah hurts not easy to Mm -mm. do not necessarily the instinctual like perfect yeah yeah they don't always latch guys Mm-mm. my mom couldn't breastfeed me um she she started to and then um probably because i was like 
the reason why I was such a great sleeper. Uh, healthy eater. Yeah. Shock. I know. <laughs> Um, she didn't have. She couldn't produce enough milk. Oh, I see. So I see, they I see. had to start giving me formula. And yeah. once they gave me formula, breast milk was done. And they, I want that formula. Yeah. Um, and so she has made comments about it in the past that like it made her feel so bad oh. that she oh. didn't have enough to feed me. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, it's not really. It's not you. It's me. I'm a pig. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't your fault. That. What I'm sure was an adequate milk for a just normal baby. Yeah. Wasn't just not enough for the heifer you gave yeah. birth to. Um. <laughs> I know too, like my friend, one of my friends, um, her mom, she got like, it's like a block that can happen. Yeah. And it was just too painful. And I think she stopped giving uh she stopped breastfeeding i know i think my mom also got that too and there was like a hotline but she only knew it because she was working at the hospital at the time so she knew of the hotline that you could call and something like drinking beer or then like warming up like glasses and Hmm. like it just sounds like a whole thing um but yeah a lot of women struggle with that and you just and there's such a there's such a cultural like oh my god you're breastfeeding like yeah i'm breastfeeding like i i don't think that i would be like um you know, just I, I don't know how comfortable I would be. But at the same time, one of my best friends growing up, like I went to go visit her and I was just like, oh, never seen your breast before. There's breast. Got it. Yeah. It just changes. The game changes. My friend uh, breastfed well, she was uh, at home. This was after the first baby and we were all kind of in the living room or I don't even remember if I was there. And she told me about it later because it's one of those memories that like I don't remember how it happened for mm-hmm. real anymore. But let's just say I was there um, and her father-in-law was there. And she just like whipped out a boob and yeah. fed her baby. And I was like, you whipped that boob out. <laughs> I know. Isn't that weird? And she was like, not not anymore. She's like, it's not, they're, they're not like sexual objects mm-hmm. right now. They're like food. Food sources. They're just, yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. It's very just like, well, baby's hungry. Here's boob, boob doing it. Um, yeah. So it's glad to see, I'm glad to see that there is backlash and people are speaking out against how ridiculous it is that that was banned. What a shame. And hopefully in the future we'll see um, ads like this. More realistic depictions of what real life is like for women. Yeah. Shit happens. It ain't pretty all the time, Mm -mm. you guys. Trust. And if you don't want to see it, you can just turn off the TV or mute it, whatever. But yeah, maybe it'll give you an insight... uh, and yeah. help understand, you know, someone in your life who's who's had a baby or who will have a baby. Yeah. I mean, I keep thinking it's a Super Bowl and it wasn't. But like, <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not when it aired. But it's like, okay, you know, all those gorgeous Hollywood women that were dressed in those like they looked amazing. It's that and also this commercial. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the reality mm-hmm. of what's happening. We can do both. It's both things. Usually I, something in between is more realistic. Like. Um, Mesh underwear, but with great hair. I <laughs> That top bun is on boy. Um, Abu was playing online video games with some of his friends. And I overheard someone talking about like, I think it was like their wife or girlfriend or whatever. Like, ooh, they farted. And I was just like, you know, we don't like love it when y'all fart too, right? Like, it's not like, oh my God, mm, God you farted. It smells great. Like, mm, I didn't know you had uh, broccoli for breakfast. Yeah, it's or whatever. such a weird for double breakfast. standard. <laughs> It's such a weird, weird double standard. Like, oh, you're really grossed out because you're really grossed out because we farted. I'm not like sitting over here, like getting turned on every time. Like I smell like like, SPD. You think it's weird. (laughs) SPD. You think it's weird that my body does some of the same stuff yours does? Yeah. Huh. Curious. Interesting. Humans. 
um yeah weird so that's it that's all we got but um go watch the ad it's whether you plan to have a child you've had a child whatever it's a it's very powerful it's um wonderfully done and um you can go see what all the hubbub is about if you have not already seen this ad so we do recommend and yay for freedom mom for um going against the grain and doing something really meaningful and important and putting it out despite it not being aired yeah. and hopefully getting more Hell yeah. eyes on it than would have seen it if it had aired yeah. during the uh during that's the a awards. baller move love it okay that's it you guys um as always you can find us at thebottombible.com anywhere you want we will be Mm, that sounds weird. Anywhere you look for us, there we will be at The Bottom Bible. Um, remember to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast so you get this every Tuesday. That's when we have new episodes. And we will be back next week with a brand new one for you to listen to. I got nothing. <laughs> Drunk. Goodbye. Bye. Let's do this. Just tell me what you want from me.